Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Ah, it's time for ZFM Sport on a Tuesday. Topic Tuesday is what we call it right here on the show. And today is going to be a good one. The team is here. Mike Madura, Alois Bunjira, our producer Sean Tafirinika, and my name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, the second edition of the Ned Bank Rugby Challenge Cup promises to be bigger and better after its title sponsors, Ned Bank Zimbabwe, unveiled a 23,000 US dollar package for the competition, which will be held next weekend at Harare Sports Club. Being a Tuesday, we have, of course, our Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko. Aston Martin driver and Fernando Alonso has suggested rival teams lack the key aspect of wanting to win at any cost following Aston Martin's shock progress this year. In around the world in 60, we have stops in New Zealand, Poland, Ukraine and the United States. And don't forget, we've got the beautiful game and we'll begin on the continent uh, where uh, we'll be giving you, of course, uh, the results of matches that are being played. Uh, we'll head to France where 1998 World Cup winner with France uh, Christophe Dugary has said Neymar's season ending uh, ligament ankle surgery is a blessing in disguise for PSG and there's Champions League action tonight where Chelsea manager Graham Potter has admitted that the Blues clash against Borussia Dortmund will be a big challenge but one that they are excited for The Home Front Local sports news and analysis. Let's give you a local sports news roundup. Uh, Zimbabwe cricket captain Craig Irvine says the Chevrons are looking beyond the upcoming one-day international series against the Netherlands as they have one eye on the ICC Men's Cricket World Cup qualifier 2023, which they will host between June and July. Zimbabwe and the Netherlands, who who occupy the last two positions in the World Cup Super League, will not qualify directly for the World Cup, so they will now have to fight for their places in an upcoming 10-team tournament during the winter. In hockey news, Zimbabwe's under-21 hockey teams are set to leave the country tomorrow afternoon for Egypt where they'll participate in the 2023 Africa Junior Cup starting on Sunday. Two Zimbabwean teams will take part in the men's and women's sections of the prestigious event. And we'll wrap it up with news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where Highlanders legend Madindan Lovum has made a sensational return to his boyhood club after he was appointed first team assistant coach and director for junior development. The Mulawi Giants confirmed the development in a brief post on on their Twitter account. The Warriors, 
the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Uh, don't forget, you're a critical component of the show. Why don't you send us a WhatsApp on 0731-168-045, 0731-168-045. Highlanders, of course, in the news, making that move uh, that Madina Lovu uh, being appointed first-team assistant coach, bolstering uh, their already uh, very formidable bench. Uh, Highlanders serious about this season. But it's not football that we're talking about today. We're talking rugby, the second edition of the Nedbank Rugby Challenge Cup. Promises to be bigger and better after its title sponsors Nedbank Zimbabwe unveiled a 23,000 US dollar package for the competition which will be held next weekend at Harare Sports Club. Eight teams have been confirmed for the three-day rugby extravaganza which will be used by national representative teams to prepare for international assignments. Let's hear more from tournament director and Zimbabwe under-20 rugby coach Sean D'Souza. Okay, we, 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 we definitely took a lot from the first edition. Um, it benefited the, the, the senior team. It definitely benefited the junior tables. Um, it's, the Bart's Trophy is an event that um, doesn't have basically a build-up into. It's a knockout tournament, and uh, the, the Challenge Cup definitely played a big role in preparing the team. Um, it helped us even decide who our captain was going to be, because he showed his character playing against the senior teams. Um, so this pathway is definitely um, is something that is, is needed, uh, that needs to continue. Um, we really want it to become bigger and better. We want it to be inclusive. We want the communities, we want the parents to come and watch. We want family and friends to come and support the players and see where, where it all begins. Uh, the story of Carlos Matematema. We want the parents to come and watch, see where it all starts. And that's, that's the beginning of this journey. And uh, that's what we want. We want to be inclusive, and we want to, we want to see it uh, continue in the next in the future. See. Uh, the uh, tournament director and Zimbabwe under 20 rugby coach there Sean D'Souza one of the uh, names that he mentions there Carlos Matema uh, a very emotional story because uh, boy out of Mbare uh, now playing for uh, and has been selected for the Sables and uh, I think he even got a, a cheetah's call up as well so uh, a player who was in oblivion but had it not been for the Challenge Cup he'd have never been picked up yeah absolutely and uh, it just goes to show you the importance of uh, our athletes our rugby players playing regular rugby. It also yeah. shows you the importance of development. You mentioned that he's out of Mbari and had uh, no one gone out to Mbari in search of talent. This boy would never have been unearthed. Mm. Uh, you know, because sometimes we have those classical notions that rugby is an elite sport where the talent is only found in the northern suburbs, in Harare, in the elite schools, in the trust schools. But I think he is proof, Matema Tema, that you can find talent anywhere. Mm. All you need to do is have the proper structures and systems in place to groom that talent and to turn it into world-class talent. And that's what we're hoping Matema Tema is. We're hoping that he's not just going to be satisfied with turning out at national team level here in Zimbabwe, that Mm. he's going to have the ambition to perhaps break through uh, into the South African franchise system uh, and play at a very higher level than playing here in Zimbabwe. But it all starts with the initiatives like uh, the one by Nedbank, Barry, where we've got to be playing rugby here in Zimbabwe and it's got to be competitive starting at club level. Yes indeed and uh, Nidbank sponsorship of the Challenge Cup of course it takes their investment into local rugby to almost
almost 400,000 US dollars, uh, which demonstrates the financial institution's commitment to developing Zimbabwean uh, rugby. And, and you need that sort of support, uh, don't you, uh, Alois? In, 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 and Mike's point makes a good point that, yes, we, we cannot limit the search for talent to those that are exposed to the sport. If someone has the traits, the attributes to play a particular sport, whether it be football, rugby, uh, cricket, whatever the case may be, we can develop and hone those skills for possibly even national endeavor. Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, Perry. Uh, like we've always said, there's talent everywhere, all over the world, any sport. As long as you expose kids to that sport and they try to play it, you find the attributes yeah. that you want and you hone those skills and you can actually train and develop. And a good start person. is size. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Size, size is number one. Everywhere you go, you look at the size and the agility, you can actually see that, you know what, we can get something out of it. So for me, like, like I said, talent is everywhere. You know, we can talk about swimming, rugby, volleyball, everywhere. It's all about mass participation. Yeah. You start by must participation and then you sift through you find the talent probably as we may, probably assume maybe the best uh, world champion swimming uh, swimming champion is in Zengeza yeah but there's no swimming pool but they and and you know that's why I like this uh, particular tournament here mm. that's uh, being bankrolled by a net bank uh, the net bank rugby challenge cup because it has two developmental teams or mm-hmm. at least two teams mm. that are going to be competing and uh, uh, those two, two teams are of course a net bank development side mm-hmm. uh, and a high performance center team which is of course the junior sables yep. uh, they'll be joining defending champions all georgians uh old hararians who i think uh, lost out in the final last time out uh harari sports club uh pitbulls montana sports club and the matabeleland warriors so there are two teams there uh which we hope will be filled with youngsters who are going to be playing at a far more competitive level than they normally play uh, at school level uh, and we hope that they'll be better for the experience and what i also want to commend Bank is that we've often talked here about how we have corporates or uh, people who come in as sponsors and partners but just want to partner at the top of the, the, top, uh, yes. of the triangle. Yeah. They started there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started with the uh, sponsorship of uh, the Sables but now it's cascading down mm. the triangle. They're realizing that you know what, in order for us to have a good product where we are pumping in most of our money, we need to make sure that exactly. there's something coming through the channels yeah. from below, and and also it, it uh, Mike, it, it, it there's a there's almost a representation that this is a learning tournament and a learning sponsor because they've changed the format this year, uh, whereby they're saying that they're adopting a festival format and the tournament will be held at one central venue. Last year they held it over five weeks, and I think that they they they, they found that it was perhaps too stretched out, and now they want it to be one big blockbuster that ends in possibly one culmination of a. Final, which I think, uh, because of our short attention span, probably works best. And for me, it works well for the sponsors as well. Yeah. Because uh, what you want to do is come up with a product uh, that's, if it's going to be one weekend, it means you've got a higher chance of a higher fan turnout. Yeah. Okay. Because guys know that there's a festival of rugby. So the more eyeballs are going to be there watching this tournament, it also allows the corporate, the sponsor in this case, to do a lot of activations yes. uh, over the yes. course of those two days. One venue. And that's why they're actually 
paying the big bucks that they're yeah. paying yeah. to sponsor rugby. So we've got to start thinking outside the box as as, as sports organizations uh, as to what can we offer mm. the big sponsors yes. when they come in that's going to be beneficial to their brand. Yeah. It's not just about us receiving the investment and receiving the money so that we can have tournaments and play games, but it's also about what, what we can we give giving? back to mm. the corporate so that they just don't partner with us this year, that they keep coming back year after year because we are promising something that's tangible, something they can put down on paper, yep. something that they can take back to the board and report and say, hey, this is how we used your money yeah. and this is how it worked out for us. And this was the impact that it had. Now, the Zimbabwe under-20 rugby side will have an opportunity to get some valuable game time ahead of their title defense of next month's Rugby Africa Barthes under-20 trophy in Kenya. While the Sables head coach, Brendan Dawson, will be scouting for players ahead of the Curry Cup First Division in South Africa. So they are all it, it's all upside right now uh, because it's an announcement but when they hit the green grass let me tell you there's going to be some serious downside for some clubs that don't get results going their way it's all happening courtesy of Nedbank and a big kudos and thanks to them for sponsoring the tournament right Formula 1 uh, report brought to you by Zamoko is next from the front of the grid to the back of the net it's CFM Sport International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One Report. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoco, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoco, specialized service for special brands. You know, growing up, we used to associate Zimoco with Mercedes-Benz. Yes. Uh, because uh, that's all they did. It <laughs> exactly. was just a Mercedes-Benz. But now we've got a full stable, Barry, yep. uh, of brands out at Zimoco. Uh, you name it. Fiat, uh, Mitsubishi, Haval. We've got them. GWM. We've Jeep. got them all. Jeep. They're all under the banner. And remember, Mercedes-Benz at one stage, if you drove a Mercedes-Benz, yes. I don't drive a Zimoco. Yeah, hey, I don't drive a Zimoco. <laughs> okay, so the last uh, few weeks, we've been talking about the Haval uh, and the different uh, uh, makes of course of Haval that you'll get from Zimoko but this week we are talking about Mitsubishi and you will love Mitsubishi especially if adventure is your game it's the right vehicle for you Mitsubishi vehicles are made for true outdoor men weekend explorers and urban adventurers the Zimbabwean range of Mitsubishi vehicles is especially suited to the country's unique landscape and conditions with world-class power style and compromising performance and reliability throughout the vehicle range. Now through Zimoko Mitsubishi, uh, customers enjoy the benefit of a strong dealer network, dedicated, knowledgeable and enthusiastic sales teams, highly professional service centers, as well as peace of mind with a fully capable parts department that forms the backbone of Mitsubishi after sales support. The latest Mitsubishi models offer exceptional safety, comfort and convenience features that make each of them an ex- excellent everyday vehicle for families and businesses alike. Their modern stylings, eye-catching exterior features and comfortable driving characteristics make them perfect for almost any driving occasion. What are we talking about? Well, we'll be coming back to talk about one of my favorite Mitsubishis and that is the ASX Crossover. You're going to love this urban warrior. See. 
All right, let's get into our Formula One news. Now, Aston Martin driver Fernando Alonso has suggested rival teams lack the key aspect of wanting to win at any cost. Following Aston Martin's shock progress this year, the two-time world champion claimed his first podium since the 2021 Qatar Grand Prix when he finished third behind Red Bull's Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez in the season-opening Bahrain Grand Prix. Let's hear from Fernando Alonso. Yeah, finally felt very good. Uh, obviously, uh, the pace was yeah on the on the strong side once again on the on, on the long runs, and then uh, yeah the start was messy, um, first corners as well. So we have to recover a few few places, but uh, yeah, it's amazing what we did. I think uh, to be the second fastest car today on on the race is just a incredible job for uh, from all the teams. So yeah, we have to enjoy this moment and get ready for Jeddah because uh, we are in front of. A, very interesting season now. The target was to, to be uh, somewhere in the midfield, uh, but even the podium, one podium this season was like uh, maybe too optimistic. And we had the podium on the, on the very first race and the car looks very strong. So let's let's build from here. I think the team has the ambition to, to get better and better, but uh, let's keep it the feet in the ground. Hard work is needed. Uh, Red Bull is 37 seconds in front of us, so still a long way to go. Yeah, a long way to go, but I think if we put it into perspective, Mike, this is a constructor who finished seventh last year, last season. Mm. And now they've opened with a podium finish thanks to some remarkable driving, but by probably one of the most talented drivers we're seeing. Yeah, I like that, Barry, the fact that you mentioned that uh, he's one of the most talented drivers that we've ever seen. And uh, there's a general acknowledgement that uh, Fernando Alonso is right up there uh, when it comes to ability, when it comes to personal talent. But what he's been lacking, of course, is the vehicle. This time, we've got Aston Martin who have made this dramatic leap forward just yeah. in the off season yeah. uh, from being an also ran who was always uh, playing around in midfield to a team that looks just on the basis of the first race alone like they're going to be challenging for podium finishes and they've got the perfect driver to do that I mean how he was able to embarrass the likes of Carlos Sides uh, who have got by all intents and purposes better cars, better cars yeah. just uh, I think is indicative of the ability that they have and uh, there's an opportunity in the weeks ahead, ahead Barry because you you take a look at uh, some of the marquee teams, uh, Mercedes, mm-hmm. uh, Ferrari. Far off. Uh, they are far off the pace at the moment. And also there's a bit of um, uh, uncertainty around tyre degradation. Yeah. Uh, and until that's fixed, uh, Alonso and his Aston Martin team just seem to have their feet on steady ground at the mm. moment. And if he can enjoy a couple of good races at the start, he could well be in the reckoning. And I don't think he's going to win Formula One yeah. uh, championship outright. But I think he is an excellent spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where we are not just talking about Red Bull, Ferrari and Mercedes. Yeah. I think for a greater part of the season, with just the way, on, just on the indications that we've been given by the first race, I think we're going to be talking about Aston Martin mm. because they've got a car that can compete with the best on the grid at the moment. Yeah, and, and I, I look at, uh, there was a comment made by, uh, I think it was George Russell of Mercedes mm. who, who made the comment and said that uh, Ferraris are faster in qualifying than they are on race day. And this rings true because when you get an get an Aston Martin, as you're pointing out, being the second fastest car uh, on race day. Second fastest, of course, we're talking about the first. Mm. One and two was Red Bull. Then comes the master Aston Martin. Uh, are you concerned for Ferrari on the basis that 
you can be so great in qualifying when it matters when the rubber meets the road as the as the pun goes you are unable to deliver I certainly am yeah I'm concerned I'm concerned uh, uh, for Ferrari uh, I thought they would have a, a better outing this time uh, I mean a DNF uh, and of course uh, finishing uh, as low as they did mm. uh, they weren't even remotely competitive Mercedes too will be concerned because yeah. uh, 50 odd seconds uh, behind the race winner Max Verstappen uh, so they've got a lot of work to do uh, here's the thing I think a lot of the teams uh, a lot of the guys out in the paddock will be looking at Aston Martin and thinking you know what what have they done in order to achieve success in a relatively short time yeah. it then gives them hope but what it also does, I think, is that this could play in the hands of Red Bull. Mm. Red Bull, if they're able to sort of like chug away at the front and then have a Fernando Alonso and Aston Martin playing the role spoiler, of spoiler, yeah. it means that uh, uh, Fernando Alonso could well be the buffer mm. that they need between to have the easier races. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. between Red Bull and Mercedes and Ferrari. Yeah. If there's an Aston Martin in the mix there, yep. it means that it works well uh, to Red Bull's advantage because all they need to do is make sure that, you know what, they're controlling races from the front mm. and then let, and we know that Fernando Alonso's defensive skills, oh, especially, legendary. they are legendary. <laughs> he never lets you pass easily. No, he doesn't. Uh, so he could actually play into the hands of Red Bull. So uh, it's one race into the season, Barry, and I know we, 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 we're at a risk of making these outlandish uh, conclusions <laughs> yeah. on the basis of one race yeah. but already I think it's already looking ominous it is and also we've, we've, we've had a look at the aerodynamics of that Aston Martin versus the aerodynamics of the Mercedes for, uh, for example and uh, Mercedes is far far off the pace I don't think they're going to be a factor uh, this season perhaps during the mid-season break they might be able to do something about it uh, up next it's the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix which is on next week all right, I did tell you that uh, I'm excited about the Mitsubishi ASX crossover. Well, let's tell you about this urban warrior of choice and uh, the perfect car for a weekend getaway. The two-liter motor powers you effortlessly to where you need to go in total safety, luxury, and undeniable style. The Mitsubishi sports utility vehicles are like the celebrated Mitsubishi Pajero Sport. The Pajero Sport gives you a perfect blend of rugged performance and refined comfort. An amazing mix of seven leather seats, great sound and a full set of safety and luxury features to top it off. So well, let's take a look at some of the workaholics in yep. our range. The single and double cab range uh, spotting the Triton badge from Mitsubishi. The Triton is a Mitsubishi everyone needs. Uh, the Triton picks up, pickups are Zimbabwean institution and this extensive range covers everything you may need from a pickup. So if you want more information about about the Mitsubishi ASX crossover, the Pajero Sport, or the Triton, all you have to do is contact Zamoko, the Mitsubishi experts, experts, and book a test drive in these capable machines. Email Zamoko on inquiries at zamoko.co.zw. That's inquiries at zamoko.co.zw. And understand why Mitsubishi drives your ambition. Zamoko, specialized service for special brands. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike.
Chelsea turn it around versus Borussia Dortmund. They trail in the Champions League tie. The quest to qualify for the quarterfinals of what is the world's most prestigious club competition. We'll be taking a look and building up to that game in the beautiful game that's coming up next. But this is the small matter of the fan zone where you can have your say, your way. We're talking predominantly sport, but we're also <laughs> talking a bit of entertainment and Anjalo. I'm a sports. And I know you know what, uh, sometimes it sounds like it's not politically correct to call someone ugly. ugly. But there still exists something called ugly in this world. I know in this world where every everything's supposed to be beautiful. You know, one thing I hate is the schools and what they are te- teaching our children, especially mm. at a primary school age, where they get into races and then Oh, everyone Everyone's won. A winner. You're no. all winners. No. no, you're not. No. Wait on my last. Turn yeah. around and I look at my little boy and say, you listen. You came fifth, my You boy. came fifth, so my enough. boy. There are four others better than you. <laughs> you need to improve. Yes. <laughs> Work hard. <laughs> Work hard. Yes. Run harder. Yeah. Be uh, faster. That's it. And, and, and they, th- th- this generation is losing that. Mm. They don't realize that in the real world, it's dog eat dog. Yeah. And they're winners and yeah, losers. They're winners and losers in the compete. real world. You need to compete. And that's what we need to teach our children. Anyway, that's a story for another conversation. <laughs> the question we ask is if you were to have a gun pointed to your head and you were asked to take either Zodwa Wabantu, not Zodwa Mkandla, Zodwa Wabantu, and Makazi. Why did you like. Make sure that you. I had to because to go to Zodwa Chete, I do have a feeling that yes. uh, there are a few men who would who risk gladly, it all. Who would take Zodwa Mkandla for a take? So, so we don't even a gun. Yeah, without a gun pointed to your hands. <laughs> right. Bruce and Bulawa, you guys. Okay, say Zodwa, Zodwa, any day for me. Yes, sir. That's Bruce. Yes. He's very clear. Zodwa Mkandla. Zodwa, 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 Zodw
and I know men out there are going to probably think the same thing oh. that I, because of how she operates in terms of how she dresses uh-huh. and the, the, the little she likes to wear. Zodra doesn't quite dress, does she? She I mean, doesn't exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, as a this message here. You don't tell us who you are, but you say, ah, guys, wabantu, as chino peds, I'm the room name. Zodwa, oh my God. This message, I would take Zodwa. Ah, so guys, Zodwa is leading. Zodwa, Zodwa is leading. <laughs> Oh my God! Our friend in Poland is having none of it. Gun pointed to my head. See you in the afterlife, ah, Jim. Shoot, <laughs> shoot me! Shoot me! He ain't shoot me. going. <laughs> guys, Zodwa is popular. I'm telling you. No, yeah, she is popular. And I will go with Zodwa, guys. Yes, she is beautiful. Although she's eccentric in character. Yes, I am Moses Kosotera. Yes, just in case you didn't get into Zodwa. <laughs> All right, we're also getting a few sports messages oh, in the brilliant. fan zone, brilliant. okay? If you want to send your message, guys, 0731-168-045, Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. Teacher B, Bonda Mission. To be honest with you, Hans Chelevita are out of the competition. Borussia Dortmund are on fire. They're going to have to play well to, to beat Borussia Dortmund. I know we're going to discuss in detail, yeah. but Borussia Dortmund, I think, have won every game they've played post-World Cup. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Borussia Dortmund, like I say, Borussia Dortmund are on fire. You know, they are playing well. And remember, we also said, uh, talked about them uh, in the Bundesliga that if they can't win this Bundesliga season, if they can't take it, now it's going to be a very, very hard battle for them to win again. Because this is there for them for the taking. They are playing well at a time where Bayern Munich is not playing well. And even in the Champions League, they are also they look like the team that is on a roll. So I think this is their chance. And for Chelsea to beat them, they really have to play well. Victor in Bulawayo says, Hi guys, Chelsea were all at United today. They will be knocked out. Dortmund will send Harry Potter into space. Harry? And talking about... <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, Klaus. Let's maybe just briefly touch on that, Barry. Mm. Can he afford to lose this game? Potter. Does he make his position untenable or is it, will he be judged by the Premier League as opposed to the Champions League? Because in the Champions League, you are up against the best in Europe. You are. So and it, it may be slightly unfair to judge him on Champions League results. Uh, you're up against the best in Europe and your your team in transition. So I don't think he's going to be judged by the, the uh, Champions League. But I'm beginning to believe Todd Bowley when he says that, uh, you know what, his job is safe because it seems like this guy is going nowhere. Either he's he's got a very naughty video about Todd Bowley uh, or Todd Bowley means what he says, that he wants to develop <laughs> a squad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just patient enough to actually think about the Ateta issue that they uh, stayed with Arsenal for some, okay. for some okay. time ago. I think so. But uh, I wanted to respond to what Mike said, that is his game, uh, is his uh, time going to be determined by the game in the Champions League. I think it doesn't really. They look at the EPL much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But winning this mm. can also can add, save add, his can, job. It can save his job. value to his that, job. That's yeah. a good one. Chawana Mike in Masasa Park, Baba, you say that you are all Always tuned in. We've got someone who wants to talk Formula One and it's Tony Wong saying Mary's. 
Ferrari is the car, but no drivers, and Mercedes the driver and no car. Ish, Ferrari yeah. needs new drivers. Abafana Abavari too. Hapana Ziripo. How much blame do you place at the drivers for Ferrari? Uh, very little. I think that uh, Charles Leclerc is is a, is a little bit of a um, an aggressive driver. I think he's got the enough talent there. We saw, we've seen it in 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 spurts. Uh, so I think you give him a good car, he can deliver. <clears throat> So I disagree uh, that it's the drivers. Anzi Takaku Anzi Tukubataisha Kanakisisa Mashija Twins Association Tawanda and Takunda Tiripa Guruve Vochora. Yeah, don't worry. Guru no Zera Alice, one book Tambira. No, no, no. I was I was that one young guy. I've never played there, I've never been that there. But I know the place very well. You know the place very well. Makadze concert. Yeah, let Makadze play there. Maybe we can drive there. You want the Kadoma one when she came in Kukara? Right. No, no, I've never been to any of her concerts. So, so Tedeli in Canada says, Anzi Makadze or Zodwa, Anzi no option, guys. Furai is So he's not impressed with the with the quality on offer there. Makadze on top of Africa, even without a gun, I will go for her. Dini say young Chabata Papa. Common vision. So Makazi is starting to claw her, her way, way back, back as far <laughs> as the dates are concerned. But Zodwa strikes another punch. <laughs> Give me Zodwa about to any time and any day. I won't complain from benevolence contutu. So he is going with Zodwa. Uh, and then I will go with Zodwa, guys. She is beautiful. So Zodwa, ah. this one says Zodwa any day. Zodwa, Zodwa, any day for ah, me. Ooh. Zodwa, guys, I keep telling you, it's a amount Zodwa of fabric. to the world. It's the lack of fabric that is... Hi, team would take Zodwa. Oh, that's Isaac from Bulawayo. <laughs> then Makazi with uh, a consolation here. Anzi Makazi is sexy and she has, she's flexible and ah. energetic. Flexible uh, and energetic. <laughs> <yes. laughs> <laughs> but flexible, I think the sexy. Then, uh, I mean, <laughs> Captain Michaela says, Zodwa, same, same, na Messi, and Chino Pizama Sports. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. <laughs> it's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. As promised, we'll be talking about that, that Chelsea and Borussia Dortmund game. But before we get there, let's just give you an update of what's happening on the continent. CAF Champions League action tonight. Before I give you those fixtures, there are games that are currently on and one game that was played earlier this afternoon. Group B action. Uh, this is a result for you. Hilal Omduman. They beat Cotton Sport Garoa. 2-0. Group C action games being played at the moment just before half time. We are in the uh, first minute of added time after the first half and Simba of Tanzania is leading Vipers of Uganda 1-0 whilst Raja Casablanca are proving too good for Horoya. They lead 
2-0 in action tonight. We'll of course uh, see uh, Zamalek of Egypt taking on Esperance of Tunisia in what is the pick of the fixtures in Group D, whilst Belouzadad of Algeria will take on Al Merik of Sudan. Those games are kicking off at 9pm. Under 20 Africa Cup of Nations semi-final results from last night. Senegal too good for Tunisia 3-0 and Nigeria upstaged by Gambia 1-0. Alois, that's a result that many people would not have seen coming. Yeah, uh, I think... Uh, Gambia. Gambia. The Gambia. Mm. You know... Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, nations are improving out there quietly. You know, while, while we... we, we uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nations, nations are improving. Look at the Gambia. Yeah. Gambia, the Comoros, the, yes. all those nations are... Exactly. Uh, Madagascar. Madagascar. Ethiopia. They, they, they're, they're moving forward. And you know what? You know, my heart sank. When you say under 20 Africa Cup of Nations, mm. when was the last time you heard about that? Yes. When was the last yeah. time we, we don't, played? Don't, don't even talk about it. I know some people will be like, oh, we were banned. Yeah. Mm. No, man, we were banned only last year. Yeah. When did? When we was the last yeah, time you heard about the under 20 playing yeah. Afcon qualifiers? When? I think 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago now. Yeah. It's sad. Eh? Okay. Mbappe, and now the king of Zemmour. Enjoy the taste of French football on CFM Sport. We are in France uh, where there is a bad news uh, for PSG. Uh, the report, of course, that Neymar may have endured a season-ending ligament, uh, sur- ligament ankle sur- surgery. But the sentiments of France's Christophe Dugarry, who, of course, is a World Cup winner in 1998. Very underrated, very but underrated, a yeah. good player, especially uh, playing behind uh, the main striker. Very mm. creative mm. and always, of course, used to contribute with the odd goal here and there. Now, Christophe Dugarry is uh, quoted as um, saying, I'm glad for PSG that Neymar is injured. I believe it's an amazing stroke of luck for Christophe Gauthier. This team is way more balanced with a five-man defense, three midfielders, and an attacking duo of Messi and Mbappe. Now, Barry Manandi, do you agree with him? I do. Uh, because <clears throat> what happens is that uh, they, they, when they try to play a 4-3-3 which mm. is what Neymar being available squeezes Gaultier into uh, what you get is that they're light in midfield number one number two he can only play bruises in midfield so he's got no guile no creativity mm-hmm. no no, mm-hmm. no ball progression and what this does is that it gives him a lot more thrust as well as uh, having those wingers that can, that can bomb back and forth because when he says a five-man defense it's actually flying winning wingers yes, uh, with, with, back with three, three centre-backs yeah. and also what the three centre-back does Barry is, isn't it like especially with, with Ramos now yeah. you want Ramos covering shorter distances correct and when you go three centre-backs I think he operates better in that system than a standard 4-4-2 that's the balance Mikey that's the balance and, and, and all of their pieces that they brought in play better without and I'm not uh, uh, targeting Neymar but it's just a stroke of fortune or misfortune for him uh, that he's unavailable and that uh, the, the two can play at the front. Well, French football pundit Julien Lorenz says you guys don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> he says the absence of Neymar is a big blow to PSG. 
that front three of Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe could not play together, would not play well together. However, there are other games where you could play them three, especially against low block, lesser teams maybe, where Neymar's technical ability and when he's on it, he's one of the best players in the world, would be very useful for a team like PSG, even with Messi and Mbappe already in the team. For some other games, yeah, of course, in terms of balance of the team, it's probably better to play with a back three and only Messi and Mbappe up front, like it would be the case on Wednesday in Munich, for example. But some other games, and through the rest of the season, Neymar would have still been very useful for that team. Let's not forget that before the World Cup, he was playing really well and he, was, he, he put up good numbers in terms of goals and assists. So it is a blow, of course. Even if for a game like the one in, in Munich against Bayern on Wednesday, I still think this team is better without him certainly without him not starting but even from the bench he could have been useful at times so of course it's a blow see well Alois uh, that's in a sentiment that you agree with because uh, Neymar definitely has got undoubted quality uh, and so listen talk to us about, about Neymar you would have preferred him to be there especially for this game versus Bayern Munich yeah, I, 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 I believe that they, they, they are stronger with, uh, with Neymar, honestly. I think uh, when it comes to lightweight midfield, he is the coach that needs to fix it, you know, and make sure that he's strong. Get, get the players that, uh, that are good enough that can play. You know, I look at Barcelona when they were at their most leader, when they had Neymar, Suarez and Messi. They played a, a front three, front foot football that they, they were accommodated because they also had a strong, but that, a strong that, that, that was with a so genuine number nine, though. Suarez was a, was a genuine center, uh, uh, central striker. And so, of the three, who's the central striker? Apana. They're all attackers. Playing Mbappe there. But you're wasting him. You, you, he's better when he's coming from wide and he can, he can front up to his, to his, to his fullback. Nah, I, st- I still think playing Mbappe in the middle. In the middle, then you have Messi, uh, Messi on the right and then Neymar yeah, on, the, on play, the left. Play, it's an, play, it's play an option. I, I, but I think, I, I think I, also I, the I, other I, thing I that uh, perhaps uh, Suarez, Messi and uh, Neymar had was that they had uh, a very creative midfield. midfield. Uh, Busquets, Xavi and yes, Iniesta. Iniesta. And, so that's and, why I say yeah. the coach needs to fix yeah, the midfield. He, he needs to f- fix the midfield and get the right players in. So uh, heading into this game versus uh, Bayern Munich, it's going to be interesting to see how PSG respond. At the moment in Ligue 1, they've opened an eight-point league ahead of Marseille, who are in second. Uh, Monaco is in third and Lons is in fourth. So it looks like PSG are marching to yet another crown. Let's have a brief stop in the Bundesliga before we go to the Champions League. Horsepower unmatched. Talk to beat the best. Speed unrivaled. Sleek and easy on the eye. Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. Bayern Munich attacking midfielder Thomas Muller has said that it's a good feeling when the Bavarians are on top of the table after they snatched a 2-1 victory at Stuttgart. The defending champions are currently in a two-way tussle for the Bundesliga title as they top the table on goal difference over fierce rivals Borussia Dortmund. I think it's going to come down to the game between those two teams. Yeah, it is going to be. Uh, when you look at Bayern Munich, they look like, you know, I don't want them coming back because when they hit form, 
they actually can go for a long time without without losing. So for me, I, I still think that it is Dortmund that need to maintain consistency until they meet mm. each other, and then they have to decide. They have to make sure that they go for it because if they don't beat Bayern, then they can kiss the championship goodbye as well. Your weekend the Bundesliga results: Union Berlin held to a goalless draw by Cologne, meaning that uh, they are now fallen uh, five points behind the log leaders Munich and Dortmund. Other results: Borussia Mönchengladbach goalless draw with Freiburg. Augsburg beat Werder Bremen 2-1. Schalke Ophir had a good road win 2-0 over Bochum. And of course, uh, Schalke Ophir in a second player, second from the bottom, 17th place and in real danger of being relegated again. There was also a good win for Xabi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen who thumped Hertha Berlin 4-1. ZFM <laughs> stereo is untouchable. Yes, the Champions League is back tonight and Chelsea manager Graham Potter, Harry Potter, has admitted that the Blues Champions League clash against Dortmund will be a big challenge, but one that they're excited for. Chelsea recently returned to winning ways this past weekend, ending a run of six games without a victory. I agree, it's a big big game, it's an exciting game. Chance to go through to the uh, last day of the Champions League. So a special night at Stamford Bridge. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, all my thoughts on trying to be positive and trying to go through and win the game um, so in terms of what we learned from the previous game while we're, we're meeting a, a, a top opponent you can see their results in the, in the Bundesliga they're in a fantastic um, vein of form and pretty much uh, you know, winning games constantly I think it's 10 in a row so <clears throat> that tells you something as a team they're doing a lot well Attack, defend, um, good individuals, well coached. So it's um, a good challenge for us, a big challenge for us. But we're we're excited for it, and we're looking forward to it. See. Chelsea will be without a number of experienced players. Edward Mendy, goalkeeper out. Thiago Silva, knee injury out. Cesar Azpilicueta, head injury out. N'Golo Kante, hamstring out. Christian Pulisic out with a knee injury. Uh, they're going to have to get goals from somewhere because they need to at least better uh, Borussia Dortmund by two. They're trailing by one goal at the moment. So they're going to have to score at least two goals yeah. uh, on the night to qualify, Barry. Where do the goals come from? Because I'm taking a look at that central midfield partnership of Mateo Kovacic and Enzo Fernandez. Yes, both really good players, but it's similar to what we were talking about, PSG, that you mentioned, that you know what, workaholics in midfield, they don't have the guile that can break down teams in really tight matches. Yeah, uh, and the goals have got to come from uh, midfield, to answer your question, Mike. Uh, Because for me, I don't think they've got uh, an out-and-out arrowhead. Uh, We know that Kaya Havertz has proven over and over again not a striker so it's going to be the likes of Jao Felix uh, and Raheem Sterling who uh, those third man runners r- runs going into the box but can they get the ball out wide for them to then uh, 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 get those passes coming through uh, it remains to be seen but Graham Potter and the, the other source of goals uh, Alois quickly as we wrap up could be the fullbacks uh, Reese James and Ben Chilwell. Yes. Maybe they'll need to look at those two playing uh, as fullbacks to pro- provide the width and creativity from the, the wide areas. Yeah, I think I, th- I think I, th- I think those can actually provide goals. They've they've shown that they can actually go forward, and if they get a chance in the box, they can actually score because technically they are very good. I I still think that uh, Chelsea's 
tr- troubles started when they started thinking that they have a, a top striker in mm. Kai Havertz. Mm. Yeah. That's when yeah. they started pushing away all the good strikers. Yeah. Good Lukaku, strikers they let him go. Obamayang, not registered. Timo Werner going. That was a mistake. Then they had Kai Havertz. He is never, like Barry said, he is never a top man. Give me a scoreline quickly. 2-1 to Borussia Dortmund. 2-1 to Borussia Dortmund, Barry? 2-0. To Borussia Dortmund. Two nil to Borussia Dortmund. Okay, two nil. I think I'm going with Alois on a two one to Borussia Dortmund. But I think uh, Borussia Dortmund will qualify at the end uh, of this match tonight. The other game we'll see Benfica host Club Brugge or Club Bruges. Uh, Benfica already leading two nil. That's all we have time for. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just, it's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.